You did all the things. I know. Oh, no. You're going to make Ooh, it? Sorry. You no. should go to sleep at like 7. Right. Probably. I got to cook, though. Maybe 7.30. Just need to know my friendship won't end. My buddy. My buddy. My buddy. Hello and welcome to Girls Who Hand Me Sugar Bakers, where nerds and platonic life partners Aaron and Leslie watch episodes of Designing Women, then recap, review, and share other fun things related to the show. I'm Leslie. And I'm Aaron. What's up? Hey. <laughs> How you doing? Long time no talk. Or tape yeah. or something like that. Or those things. Or whatever. Life getting in the way of recording. It does that. Oh my gosh, and my dog is again trying to headbutt the computer. I don't know what's going on. <laughs> I, think she, I think they're out of water. And she's like, can you fist this, please? You, <laughs> and I will. Can you do something about Keep this? this um, how are you doing today? I'm all right, thanks. How are you? I'm I'm okay. Tired. We're both tired. Both very tired. Yeah, it's been a day and a week and a weekend. <laughs> mm-hmm. It's been many things. But many things. You know what today is? What's today? Today. <laughs> is starting to bark she's excited <laughs> about the holiday she is um her old lady bark uh today is by well okay we call it by visibility day right yeah i think they call it like eight things though they do because it because yeah. on here on the um national day calendar is celebrate bisexuality day just celebrate it that it exists just celebrate so the biggest thing that people do oh if it was first observed in 1999, started by three United States bisexual rights activists, Wendy Curry, Michael Page, and Gigi, Ra- Gigi Raven. I don't think that's your birth name. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Gigi Raven Wilbur, apologies, of Texas. Um, I like how it says what, what, where they're from. It is Wendy Cur- Curry of Maine, Michael Page of Florida, and Gigi Raven Wilbur of Texas. I actually don't know any of these people, so maybe that's part of the reason why we need this kind of thing, huh? Because um, yeah. <laughs> people don't know things. Uh, so what happens today is people tend to like post on social media if they're bisexual. You know, like Mm -hmm. visibility because it's something that's, uh, I was going to say maybe it's better now, but I don't think so. Um, It's so easy for people to just discount bisexuality. That's definitely if they're not in the world at all of LGBTQ, et cetera, um, people would just say it's a phase for one. Yep. Um, Or if it's like you just haven't met the right man or woman, you know, or whatever, Mm -hmm. heterosexual partner. Um, the, but most disconcerting thing is actually within the community from my own experiences and other people's experiences is, um, uh, they don't allow for kind of spectrum within this that like, so, well, for example, with me, like I was engaged to a woman when I was 20 and like people were like, oh, you're a lesbian, you're a lesbian. I was like, no, I like, I like guys too, you know? And then as soon as I wasn't with, uh, my partner then when I when we broke up and then I was interested in men people were like well see yeah you're just you were just like it was a phase or something like you're not really like queer and I was like yeah exactly and that happens all the time to people especially like if they get married to someone from like the opposite um uh gender or sex yep. um but then I was like but I paused because I was like well then there's so many facets within that too <laughs> that's like mm-hmm. you know um people just will immediately be like well no that's because you know they just a race that you're bisexual but um yep. that's why we need the that's visibility real. within the yeah i have like gay men friends who like don't believe in bisexuality i'm like well i don't believe it but they kind of like it's so easy or actually no lesbians too who are just like oh no like why is she dating a man she needs to be dating like a woman I'm like well because she likes mm-hmm. men too <laughs> that's the point you like <laughs> like both like both and people yeah. tend to be kind of like i'm more i think i'm probably like 60 40 like i like men more often than women or i end up like dating them or having crushes on them more but i'm still uh, still attracted to women so yeah. i have friends that are like you know more on other sides and whatever like they mainly date women but every now and then they like men um yeah so yeah so that's why we need the um visibility i mean it's all a damn construct anyway who cares just love yeah. who you love Exactly. I mean, 
like <laughs> come on gender like come on like it's such a such a social it's construct like yeah. don't don't go into these roles just do whatever you want to do just live your life love who you love like poof, whatever so exactly <laughs> so that's what we got that's what we got today. the book i'm reading right now the main character is by oh wait which book is this it's called the imposter queen oh. it's a trilogy so like the first one is a lot of background and a lot of world building and stuff and hmm. i almost quit it a couple times not because it's not good oh. but it's just like a lot <laughs> but oh. once like it just takes a while to get into so now the story is really moving along and so hmm. is it the first, first of the trilogy yes ah but the like what they're building up to seems like a really cool plot. It's about this world where like um there's like a supreme kind of queen and mm. she has like the fire of ice and the fire I mean the magic of ice and the magic of fire. Mm. Um and there's only ever one at a time and there are other people who like wield magic, but she has them both. She keeps the balance of them both. So like some people have ice magic, some people have fire magic, some people have a little bit of both, but like she is the balance oh. between the two. And then she and always has, like, an apprentice. <laughs> Sorry, so I was thinking, like... This. Yeah, no, 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 good. So she has this apprentice <laughs> yeah. who was raised without magic because the magic, uh. f- like, follows the... They call her the Valtia. Hmm. And when and one Valtia dies, like, her apprentice gets the magic. Well, hmm. this Valtia dies, and the apprentice, who's the main character, doesn't... It doesn't happen. Oh. And so, like then she has to go like go out in the world because she gets banished and she has to figure out like who she really is and what her role is and all this other stuff and she she is the bisexual character so like there's a lady oh. and then there's also a dude so i'm hoping it's not a triangle situation because oh, i don't goodness. appreciate those yeah um it doesn't seem like it's gonna be but we'll see I just had like a, just had a flashes of like twilight in my head like oh triangle yeah no <laughs> YA and like and triangles is like my least oh favorite my thing instead. So. Cannot handle it. Yep. Does that connect at all to your like sugar breaker moment this week? Do you have one? Nope. I do, but what? it doesn't. Sorry, oh. <laughs> I just went off on a tangent. Oh, um, okay. no, it's fine. Uh, so Friday, uh, this week was long mm-hmm. because the last week was very short because of the hurricane. So this week was mm. normal and yeah. also long. Um, so on Friday, my friend Christina and I, she texted me last week and said that she and her mom wanted to do pumpkins again. Like we painted pumpkins last year. Yeah. And so they wanted to do that again. And I was not working on Friday after work. So I went over there and we watched Hitchhiker's Guide because she had never seen it. Wait, like the newer one with like, uh, Martin Freeman and all that. Yep. Mm -hmm. Oh, that one's fun. She's like, oh, I've never seen that. I'm like, oh, it's fun. She's like, well, just watch it. I was like, okay. Yeah. Um, because I hadn't seen it since it came out. Like I watched yeah. it when we had it where I worked. Um, and I haven't seen it since then, so it was fun. Oh, okay. And my pumpkin is outline of the Sanderson sisters. And I, love, I it. love it. I think that is great. <laughs> Do you have a? Will you put a picture on the show notes? I can put a picture in the show notes. Yes. Like it's their hair, right? Yep. Yeah. It's I bought great. um, and I can put a link to the Etsy store because I ended up buying like a high definition file to just print out and use as a stencil. Oh, it was like a dollar or something yeah best investment ever <laughs> yeah that's great oh yeah hmm. so yeah it was a fun friday and we had snacks oh what i did brought because i i well i took the the wrong pizza over there oh right because um, <laughs> i ordered pizza last week and they delivered the wrong thing and what usually it'd be fine you? what was the pizza they, was it even close? i don't even know like no, like the oh, crust no. was. See, I paid more for pan, and that yeah. was really where the line drew because it was not pan crust. I'm oh, like, okay. but I really want the pan crust. It was like yeah. regular or something. No, and like the crust flavor was different from the one that oh. I ordered, and it had like eight toppings on it, and oh, I only ordered two. It's probably like supreme and I was or just something. Like, so I called them back, and I'm like, really sorry to bother you, but like this is not what I order. And they're like, Someone don't worry about it. I'll bring your another pizza. one. And they're like, this, this, somebody is, else got my They're pizza. like, this is way too much crust, and this is not nearly enough this toppings. Is so disappointing. <laughs> so where my other six? toppings <laughs> so they brought me Oops. the right pizza but of course they don't want the wrong one back and so i'm one person and i have like two large pizzas mm-hmm. yeah. and yeah you uh, do. Party. Like cheese sticks and fries and oh i'm like gosh. i cannot eat all this so did i you took do them- like a dinner box or did you just get those like a la carte, no. Whoa. A la carte. look at you yeah mm-hmm. um high rolling and uh, mm-hmm. so I took them. I was like, Christina, do you want this pizza? Like, it's way too much pizza for me to consume. And she was mm-hmm. like, yeah. So I took that one. And then she made like mozzarella sticks. And mm-hmm. I took over extra crack pretzels from the hurricane. Mm-hmm. And we just had snacks. And 
made pumpkins. That's so fun. Yeah. You're like like pre-celebrating the equinox, kind of. Exactly. We're just getting ready. And then our pumpkins will be ready and we can put them out for much longer this year. You just painted them. You didn't do the carving. Yeah. Yeah. No, I can't do it. That's a lot of work. Oh. (laughs) This took like an hour. (laughs) Just painting little stencils. I can do that. Uh, do they do they paint them or do they carve them? They paint them. We oh, got okay. like the craft ones. Yeah. I think one of them she got from Target and I got mine from Michael's. Mm-hmm. Um, hers is going to be the kid from Trick or Treat with like the burlap. I haven't seen it, but like I'll post a picture of it. I don't know what Trick or Treat um, is. It's a horror movie um, oh. from several years ago, but like oh. the kid has like burlap over his face and he has like button oh. eyes. Oh, and so her pumpkin she's just like it's like burlap with the pumpkin eye oh. or with the button eyes and like it's kind of like a character from uh, uh b- nightmare before christmas yes yeah oh yeah it's kind of like that hmm. and then her mom's gonna do sully from monsters inc oh i did mike last year it was funny though oh yeah like, i was like did you do like a mini did something with eye because yeah, <laughs> yeah, i can't mike. do circles <laughs> so like the circus eye just kept getting bigger Wait, it was not you, at all circular why can't, why can't you do circles i don't know what happens it just like it was like it wasn't a it wasn't like a good circle <laughs> circular so shape having to make it bigger, but it was so a little misshapen a so it kept trying to make it bigger that and make it a circle hilarious. and then it was just it it was, like, just use like a rim of a glass. What are you doing with your life? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. I can't do like circles. Freehand this shit. No, you can't. No, no you, you can't. cannot ever freehand you know, anything. Let me get you a compass so you can do a circle. <laughs> <laughs> so funny. I love. It just sounds like in Zoolander when he can't turn left. You're like, I can't do circles. I can't, I just can't. do circles. I also cannot do, do straight it. lines, even with a ruler. Sometimes. It's- <laughs> yeah <laughs> so uncoordinated it's like like episode of fear factor someone hands you a compass and a ruler <laughs> no and you have to you have to do straight make a, a perfect circle. shape and they'll be like no yeah that'd no, be hilarious I can't everyone do else it. is like eating bugs freaking out you're just like sweating <laughs> over a ruler i can't i can't do it i'm gonna That's fail so funny oh no i'm glad you didn't have like like my dumb art degree or you have to like Oh yeah, shit. no, I would have failed college. You would have failed, failed college. college. <laughs> the final exam would be like draw a circle. You'd be like, nope, <laughs> nope, can't. Um, <laughs> all of my work, I'm, I'm just gonna fail. Oh, I worked man. so hard. That's so <laughs> funny. I just didn't know this about you necessarily because I've never tested this theory or because <laughs> I don't do it. Yeah, you've I guess never you seen me avoid, do it because I don't always avoid circles. <laughs> oh, I man. use computers. <laughs> it'll do it for me yeah um, did you have a sugar baker moment this week hilarious um yeah I, when i was walking my dog before this this afternoon i was like oh, i didn't have anything whatever uh but i did because i went to toronto last weekend so duh i Yay, guess that's did. part of it um i got to see my friends or some of my friends i went to sri lanka with and i got to stay with one of them and it was fun because um we hung out and like ate samosas and i went to her uh, baseball game or so, sorry softball game and um, yeah had all this fun and um, I guess but the I didn't it's just so funny I can't believe I forgot Tiff was that weekend and I just didn't plan it <laughs> I just cannot believe because last year I had this whole plan that I was gonna go you and I were gonna mm-hmm. go we're gonna I'm stay gonna with go Colleen and we're gonna go to Tiff I even like bought like our pass I think and um, then uh, UCL oh sorry I shouldn't say where I work oops uh, <laughs> erase erase um, uh, no it's okay <laughs> but uh, the place that I work offered me a job and they're like can you be here and I was like ah oh, crap I guess I'm and I remember I did <laughs> was such a brat that I had said to um my friend Emily that I was like oh it sounds dumb but like I was really excited to look coming to Toronto and seeing you guys and she's like what toronto's always gonna be here you weirdo like <laughs> but um yeah i had a whole fun trip playing with you last year didn't get to go had to just come here but when i was offered a second year i was like okay but i want to go on this trip to go see my people for i could have taken longer but we're still in the bit in the midst of like the beginning of the 
Mm-hmm. Um, and what happens is, uh, you know, I have some pretty rough units at the hospital and the person on call has to cover my units. And like, we're in the beginning of, of my peers learning how to be on call and like covering stuff. Yeah, so it's better to not ha- be gone too much. <laughs> you know, like I could have taken like a week or something, but that would just be kind of irresponsible, um, and leave a lot on other people when they're just getting adjusted. So I just did a long weekend of like flying out. Well, you know, flying out. Uh, well, you know, I, you don't want to piss people off like right when you're starting to work together. <laughs> Whoops. Um, I flew Set out like tone. on. Yeah, I flew out on Friday and then I like hung with Colleen, saw her uh, softball game that weekend. And then Saturday I went. Why I bring up Tiff is because I forgot I was going to go see my friends in a show at Second City. And I go downtown to the theater and like there's so much Tiff stuff. Uh, and I was like, oh, because the last day was on Sunday. And I was like, whoa, oh, man, I totally like people were like talking to me and like there are all these like people lined up for movies and whatever. Um, so and I heard, I think for next year that they are trying to make a rule that like if your movie isn't diverse, then like you're not getting in TIFF. <laughs> I'm pretty excited yes. about that. There's the same for BAFTAs. Like you may not be eligible I for saw a BAFTA. The BAFTA thing. Yeah, yep. I, so I hope that this is moving forward for stuff. Um, so uh, I didn't go see any movies, but one year I will. The one thing that my friends were saying, like that, I mean, people from Toronto like go sometimes, you know. But um, the, I don't don't know if any of our listeners have gone to TIFF. Uh, this is to Toronto International Film Festival. I need to say because <laughs> why am I just using the acronym and not explaining? Um, but the way it works is you you buy a ticket, but then like you're lined up like an hour before it yeah. starts in order to like get a seat because they're all like general mission and stuff and so um not uh, not always the easiest thing to do you know if you've got other things to do with your time or if you're only in town for that or whatever um but pretty fun um and toronto i just love the city so it was really nice to go back and uh, in fact i joked to my friend um that she's like a producer of commercials and I visit her on set like right before I left town and I joked because like everyone was annoying her and everything was like going poorly and whatever I was like oh maybe I'll just like quit my job and come back and like be your assistant (laughs) I just did not want to leave Toronto I was pretty excited although the one funny thing was that no longer used to humidity so I was like what is this it was weirdly hot they are never this hot but I was like oh my gosh and uh bitten by so many mosquitoes Mm. um the first night when we were watching the game I was like what is this nonsense um, I know. And then so my so within my sugar break moments was a whole trip, but then like also really fun on Sunday, uh, I was invited to like a, a friend a neighborhood friend's backyard pool and I, I swam in like my pajamas because I didn't have like a bathing suit. Like we figured you didn't and it was funny because the homeowner was like, Oh, you could have told me I would have let you they thought maybe I was just like wanting to wear shorts and a t-shirt uh <laughs> she's like i could have let yeah. you but I, like she's like really skinny and wears like two pieces so mm-hmm. i don't think i would have fit or been comfortable in whatever she had to offer and then uh my friend colleen and i were like driving in her like convertible through like the city and stuff and i thought that was so hilarious because both of these things of like being in a pool all day and like going convertible through the city felt like la things and neither of which mm-hmm. i've done here it was hilarious. I had to go all the way to Toronto for like a little bit of an LA life. Um, and I got to see all my wonderful friends on Sunday night. But the, I guess one thing that's like more of a shout out for Sugar Baker moments, since we do that sometimes here, is the um, if anyone's in Toronto, I think it's still running through October. I need to remember the, I don't I need to look up the dates, but the, the show that is running at Second City, Toronto, um, She the People is hilarious i was Mm. dying i had not been to second city i quite love a lot of the like classic comedians who like were there you know and in fact my friend colleen used to work there and she had a lot of the old like photographs they were like they were amazing of like john candy when he's like you know almost a teenager kind of stuff and like of course maureen o'hara i was like fawning over i was just dying it was so great um so that was the other fun thing is to go and see like you know the royalty of comedy on the walls and stuff um and go to second city i really liked the event i hadn't been there before i really liked the venue um i thought the staff were really hard working and smart and 
amazing. In fact, the woman who sold me my ticket had my f- same exact first and last name. And, <laughs> and so I handed her my card. Well, it's funny. Like, the, um, I got yelled at because I should have tried to get, like, a comp ticket. I was like, no, I want to, like, support. And um, yeah. I handed her my card. And she was like, what? this is my name and we both had like a highlander moment where like there can be a or highlander there can be only one one. (laughs) exactly i had a moment i was like highlander or outlander no highlander that's the one (laughs) that i mean um and uh but but i know two of the people in that show they're from for listeners of the show remember that i saw songbuster like two years ago two of the improv people from that troupe um were in this she the people show and it's all about like uh, bringing down the patriarchy and like feminism but also just sketch comedy you know mm-hmm. and like being real about um, society right now and it was just hilarious and I highly recommend it they have it looks like they do like matinees on the weekends I don't know what they do during the week but it's kind of a long running show so I highly recommend it everything awesome. and everyone in it is amazing and so that was fun and then I got to yeah I got to see you know, a, a show at uh, Second City. So that was pretty fun. That's yeah. so cool. My yeah. Sugar Baker moment and your Sugar Baker moment was that we were in the same time zone. Oh, right. That was fun. <laughs> like, I landed. And, like, it was it was weird because we would just be, like, waking up and going to sleep. But, like, kind of the same. Except for the fact that, like, I ended up staying really late, up later than I normally do to, like, watch Ozark. Because Colleen was like, let's watch Ozark. And I was like, let's do it. And that's addictive and dark and horrible show why was i watching it i don't know i was on vacation (laughs) (laughs) like i can't pick it back up coming back i'm like nope it's too dark i mean everyone in it is absolutely amazing maybe i will at some point but like when i work in a hospital all day i can't do it i can only watch like like blackish librarians fresh off the boat (laughs) always sunny that's a level of what i can do Mm -hmm. um but uh, yeah being the same time zone was pretty fun i didn't have to like three hour delay like, I didn't have to be like, okay, what the time math. is it here? Time is it there? Yeah. I could just text because we were both like. You can always just text, though. No, but I don't like to, like, do it really early in the morning. Sometimes I get up and pee. Like, at, like, three? three Actually, times. the other day I did. <laughs> <laughs> and I was funny. awake for a little bit. I was like, excuse you. Um, yeah. Yeah. That's funny because usually I'm having to do the math for everyone else because most of my people are on the other side of the yep. country. <laughs> there are a few, there are like some over here, but since I was lived over there for, you know, 30 years of my life, very long time. there's a lot of people over there. So um, I'm always having to do the math. Yeah. Do you want me to talk about this week's episode? Yeah. What do we watch this week? So this week we watched season five, episode nine. Which is titled Class Act. It first aired November 19th, 1990. And I didn't even read what TV Guide says. Let's look and and see what they say. Um, I know. So Charlene enrolls in a college class and gets chummy with an eccentric professor played by Richard Sanders. Who has more than her mind. Who has more than her mind in mind. <laughs> that is stupid. That's I hate terrible. you. Horrible. Disappointed. Um, hey, they they put like everyone in here. Kathy they and did. Gordon, who are the, uh, I assume the fellow students yeah. are in there. Kathy was played by Susan Bion. Bion? Bion? Uh, Gordon was Daniel Henning. Gordon was very annoying. And then the yes. mail carrier was Michelle Buffon. Who or Buffone, who was like cute because she's like, hey, it's she the thing you're cute. waiting for. I'm like, oh my god, too cute. Of course, Charlene has made friends with their male character. I know, but that sweet. seemed like I can totally see that she was probably like, oh, I'm waiting to hear back from the thing. And you know, she probably explained the whole situation yeah. like every day that she was excited to see. Oh, she, yep, so told cute. her the whole story. Oh my gosh. Okay, so let's jump in. What so happened? we started Sugar Bakers as per usual, mm-hmm. and Julia, their client, their current client is named Marvel Ann. Add it to mm-hmm. the list of southern names. Um, <laughs> and she's like, "If you don't like those curtain rods, just bring them back." And she closes mm-hmm. the door, and she's like, "We'll hit you within the head with them." <laughs> They're very frustrated <laughs> with this person who cannot yeah. make up her mind about anything. Yeah. <clears throat> and Mary Jo is like, "Well." She needs to make up her mind. Also, if she has one more facelift, her ears are going to meet at the top of her head. Ooh. Burn. Um, And Anthony comes in. He is waiting on contracts from his lawyer. 
and he asks, you know, if they've come yet, and Charlene's like, no, but the printer called, and your order's ready. And he tells them, you know, he's, uh, hopefully it's okay with them, but, like, he was so excited to be a partner in Sugar Bakers now that he had new business cards made. Yeah. And, um, like, Julia's really excited for him, and they're like, yeah, that's great. And he says, I can't believe it. After all these years, I, Anthony Bouvier, have become a bona fide capitalist pig. Yes. So and cute. then what happens is, excuse me. Excuse me. <laughs> excuse, excuse me. me. <laughs> what is all this about becoming partner at Sugar Bakers? Oh, my God. Excuse me. Gosh, I want to punch her. <laughs> I love her. <laughs> and Julia's like, uh, we did this. You did this. We sold him a percentage yeah. of all of our shares. There yeah. was an agreement. You signed it. And she's like, is that what that was? I thought that was Ed McMahon's sweepstakes thing. I don't know, no, she didn't. What are you doing? She's the worst and sometimes. <laughs> sometimes she's the worst. And Charlie's yeah. like, you did not. You're just mad because you were outvoted. Mm-hmm. And Anthony's like, outvoted? Suzanne, did you vote against me? She's like, well, it just doesn't look right. One of her other catchphrases. Mm-hmm. Um no other decorating business in the world is owned by four white women and one black ex-convict. Oh, no. Uh, I mean, who knows? Like, I'm Maybe. sorry, Suzanne. But yeah, you know. That might know. not be accurate. accurate. I don't know. And he's like, I'm sorry, Suzanne. I would have invested elsewhere. But unfortunately, at the time, there was this big bidding war on Wall Street. And all the shares in watermelon farms, tap dancing schools, and spear factories have been snatched up. I love his ass. Mm-hmm. And Suzanne's like, oh, that's too bad. Like, very seriously. Um, so, Anthony has been waiting for his lawyer to send over the contracts that, you know, they all signed so that he has them. So, like, it's official. Um, he says he sent it a week ago. And he's like, you know, he sent it in this, like, really big envelope that looks exactly like what Suzanne is using under her nail polish. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. he's like, how long have you, he snatches up, like, how long have you had this? And she's like, oh, a couple of days. Why is she, like, I guess it won't, so it won't get on her lap. But she is the messiest yeah. painter of nails. So messy. Like, he pulls... The contract out and like the polish has bled through the envelope and so there's just mm-hmm. like eight hundred dots of nail polish and like how long does it what are you what's happening? What are you doing? Do you have the least steady <laughs> hand on the planet? I don't just understand. dripping everywhere. Yeah. And he's like, I better go put these away before she burns them with a curling iron. Mm-hmm. And uh Julia warns Suzanne, she's like, You better be nice to Anthony or I'll hurt you. Yeah, I love that. So Mary Jo has to go um, do something with some curtains in somebody's sunroom. I don't know. She's leave. And she asks Charlene if she wants to go with her because the place that she's going is right next to the baby store that she likes. Mm-hmm. And Charlene says no because she's still waiting on the mail. Mm-hmm. Um, she was like, and they're like, oh, you know, what are you waiting for? And she's like, well, I was remembering how Mary Jo was talking about us being in a rut. And then I was talking to Bill's sisters like a couple months ago and they were like gushing about how they went to Vassar and Radcliffe and all this stuff. And like they weren't really mean about it, but, you know, there was like there was like a tone because mm-hmm. they asked her where she went mm-hmm. and she said Three River Secretarial Academy. Oh. Um, and so they looked at her like she had toilet paper on her shoe. And so she has applied to Claritin University. Mm-hmm. in atlanta for winter courses and she's super excited because she's always wanted to go to college um and she's like i know y'all think i probably don't have time but like with the computer i'm super ahead of paperwork and i'm only going to take one class to start i haven't decided if i want to take psychology or spanish because on one hand i've always been really fascinated by human behavior and on the other hand i'd really love to know what ricky has been yelling at lucy all these years mm-hmm. so cute i love um, how that's the reasoning yes it's beautiful it's very charlene yeah um and mary joe's like oh you know i think you have plenty of time to decide and then like this part i was annoyed about um like she reminds her that like claridon is scholastically competitive and not everybody gets in it's like she and julia are like setting charlene up for disappointment like they don't think she's gonna get in and they're trying to prepare her for that rather than just (sighs) being excited that she applied yeah. Um, and Charlene's yeah. like, oh, you know, I know. But they were really nice in my interview. And they even said they really wanted more part-time older students who had mm-hmm. life experience. And Julia's like, just remember, it's not the only school in Atlanta. So it's like they're preparing her for this letdown. I and hate like, it. I know they're trying to, like, soften the blow, but maybe just don't. But there might not be a blow. Exactly. But they expect there to be one. So mm-hmm. they're just like, oh, yep, when she doesn't get in, dot, dot, dot. Mm-hmm. And Charlene calls them out on this. <laughs> mm-hmm. And she's like, what are y'all saying? And mm-hmm. Suzanne's like, they're saying they think you're stupid, too. They do this to me all the time. They think because we got extra help in the boob department, we got skipped <laughs> on everything else. Extra help in the boob department. 
I like it. And Mary's just like, we don't. And then she asks Julia about these coffee tables for this person. Um, they both have different opinions. Um, I think Suzanne has the same opinion as Mary Jo and Charlene has the same opinion as Julia. So like, why don't we ask Anthony? He's a partner now. Mm-hmm. And Julia says, Suzanne, can you get Anthony from the storeroom? And she sighs really loudly. And she's like, oh, all right. And then she screams. She yells. <laughs> Anthony, Julia wants you. Oh, my Didn't God. Didn't get to that. Because <laughs> yeah. her mouth opens yeah. so wide. Yeah. Um, and she's like, thank you, Suzanne. That was certainly helpful. And um, Anthony comes in. Julia asks him to do a tiebreaker for them. And he picks the one that Mary Jo likes without knowing, you know, who likes what. And Julia's like, you can't be serious. Like, as soon as it's out of his mouth. And he's like, well, you know, the other one's attractive, too. And Mary Jo's like, don't let her bully you. And Julia's like, I'm not <laughs> bullying him. And Mary Jo's like, yes, you are. You're pulling rank. And he's like, um, I'm done. <laughs> and he goes back to the storeroom. <laughs> and the mail carrier, the nice mail carrier, comes yeah. in. She's like, Charlene, I think this is the letter you've been waiting for. So cute. And so Charlene opens it, but then she's too nervous to read it. And so Suzanne <laughs> says, give it to me. Oh, here, you got in. And just, like, throws it at her. And she's so excited. And she asks them if they're surprised. And Mary Jo and Julia, at the same time, way too enthusiastically and not at all convincingly, are like, no. I, that was ugh. annoying. <laughs> Getting on my nerves this that episode. Then we cut to the psych lab at her school. Mm-hmm. And she's super chatty uh, to her fellow classmates who are probably 19 and oh God. not about that. social at all. Yeah. Um, and she's like, oh, yeah, you know, I'm so excited about this. I love knowledge. In fact, I yearn for it. So there's another. There she goes again. I love it. In fact, I yearn for it. I love it so much. <laughs> and so the professor kind of wanders in. He got lost um, on the way to his classroom. He says he all the hallways look the same. He's got a toothbrush behind his ear. Um, <laughs> yeah. The two young kids. My note here just says young kids are annoying. Young kids. Um, they just like start <laughs> gone from like off. teenagers to young kids. <laughs> yeah, it's they're youths. getting younger every moment. Youths. Um, and so the the boy one just like starts spouting off the stuff. Boy one about. <laughs> I don't know his name. <laughs> okay, sorry. He, he's Gordon, I guess. Yeah. He starts spouting the off boy stuff. One. About this experiment that they're getting ready to do and how he thinks he knows what it is and all this stuff. Mm-hmm. And then Charlene translates and she draws this parallel between what he said and her own experiences. And so she's like, you mean if someone paints nail polish all over partnership contracts? She wasn't testing him at all. She <laughs> no. just secretly wants him to not be a part of the business. That's too much. Because the professor commented on Gordon's comment and he said, that's boring. And then Charlene tells her story, and he's like, that's not boring. And then he looks at her, and he's like, you're very tall, aren't you? Yeah. All right. That's step one. Um, so then he starts explaining. <laughs> step one to <laughs> recognizing a creeper. Is that what you mean? Yeah. Because okay. he gets, it's increasing throughout the episode. Mm-hmm. So it starts here. Um, so he explains this experiment. There's a kid in a room by himself with a bunch of food, and he has a note. And it <laughs> Do says, you recognize you who that is? I don't no. know if you know him. I think it's is Adam Goldberg. He's like he's like an actor. He was in like Two Days in Paris and like the oh. I think it's what like the Jewish Hammer or something like that. Or like yeah, he's a that. he's a comedic actor. I'm sorry. That's go cool. Ahead. Yeah. And so they're like, you can eat anything you want. Don't touch the Oreos. And so um, Charlie's like, well, that's Oreos. just gonna make him want them all the more. Yeah. And like that's the point. And so she's, like, providing all of this really funny commentary as he's, like, making his choices. And he, like, stuffs an Oreo in his mouth. <laughs> and right before he does that, she's like, we see you. We're going to eat. You're going to eat one. We know it. And oh then gosh, she's, so she's, like, cracking the professor up. And she tells him, she's like, you know what? We ought to put a microphone in one of those Oreos. And when he reaches for it, say, don't eat me. Don't eat me. Horrible. And professor's entertained. He's like, let's do it. Mm-hmm. And the kids are, like, not impressed. And no. They're like, we thought this was supposed to be a very serious psychological experiment. And the professor's like, it was. And then he and Charlene start giggling together. So they get ready to leave. He wants to talk to Charlene alone. And she apologizes. She says she's, you know, she's got carried away. She's super excited to be here. And he's like, no, you know, your reactions were really honest and refreshing. Like, it's really, like, nice to have an open-minded student with no preconceived notions. And she's like, oh, great. You know, yep, I got no notions at all. 
And so he talks about how he's conducting research <clears throat> on conversational distances because he keeps getting all up in her personal space. Hate. Um, and he says he likes to test these distances or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's starting a research project and he would like her to be his assistant. And he's like, yeah, you know, you're open-minded. You seem really, you know, enthusiastic and you're, you're fun. And also you have much better legs than Gordon. Step two. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so later at Sugar Bakers, um, did you Charlie write this down? Julia. Step one, step two. No. <laughs> oh, okay, I'm just. I just was commenting. hoping that was in your notes. I was hoping that was in your notes. Sorry. Uh, that would have been better. Um, <laughs> so later at Sugar Bakers, Charlene is asking Julia if she knows anything about conversational distances, and she is also dressed like a high school girl in the 1960s, oh complete gosh, with high what? socks, yeah, like high knee socks. Um, and Julia's like, yeah, and she starts talking about them, and then, um, they're talking about how they can't believe, you know, she got picked to be his assistant, and they're like, what kind of project is it? And she says, oh, you know, it's about human sexuality, and she seems kind of embarrassed, and Julia's like, nope, it's nothing to be embarrassed about, it's a perfectly legitimate research field. Um, and she's like, I know, but if my mom and daddy call, will you just tell them I'm taking geography this semester? hmm And... Um, she asks if they will be her guinea pigs for some of these questions that she's going to have to ask her research participants. Mm-hmm. Um, and then she puts her glasses on. They're like, you don't wear glasses. And <laughs> she's like, I yeah, know. I don't know what to do. They're with just glasses. clear glass. I got them at campus corner. It's where all the girls shop. And mm-hmm. I think they make me look more intellectual. And Suzanne's like, no, they don't. They make you look like a big blonde Henry Kissinger drag. What? I don't... Wow. Okay. Oh, Suzanne. Um, so the first question she asks Julia is, could you describe your sexual fantasy? And Julia says, no. No. Well, it's funny because they, they were first like, oh, no, we can answer these things. Yeah. You know, whatever. We'll and then this. they're like, nope. Nope. They knew what this was about. Mm. She told them. Mm-hmm. And so the second question she asks Mary Jo is, when did you first have intercourse? And Mary Jo's like, I suppose you don't mean my first verbal exchange. Charlene's like, No. Mm-hmm. And so Mary Jo says, all right, as it happens, it was on my wedding night. And she's like, you're not putting this, <laughs> putting my name on this, are you? And she was like, no. And mm-hmm. then the next question she poses to Suzanne. And she asks her, which parts of the body do you consider erogenous zones? <laughs> <laughs> and Suzanne's like, well, I'm not going to answer that. First of all, I never agreed to this interview. Also, I don't know what the word erogenous zone means. <laughs> Of course not. <laughs> but here's the thing where Mary Jo says, like, you mean you've been married three times? Wait, I thought we have established that she has been married like six times. Yeah, I thought it was way more than three times. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's some inconsistencies here. Mm-hmm. Good point. Yeah. And yeah, she's like, you mean you've been married three times and you don't know what that is? And Suzanne's like, no, I don't marry Joe. I know the Twilight Zone and the Handicap Zone and that's it. <laughs> oh, Suzanne. Yep. Um... And Charlene's like, it's okay. You know, I had to fill this out, too. And they're like, you did? And she's like, yeah, Elliot said I should. So now we've gone from Professor to Elliot. Um, And Mary Jo's like, oh, I just think it's strange. Like, I don't want you to take this the wrong way, but it seems like there's a possibility this guy might be interested in something other than your brain. Mm -hmm. And Charlene's like, what do you mean? And Suzanne just blurts it out. We think he's a pervert. Oh, well, there it is. And Charlene says that that's insulting. And she's like, first of all, you, you know, y'all don't think I'm smart enough to get into college. Then you don't think I'm smart enough to do re- to be a research assistant. And now you don't think I'm smart enough to know when a guy is coming on to me. Is that it? Mm-hmm. Suzanne's like, pretty much. Telling it like it is. Mm-hmm. Um, and Mary's just like, well, Charlene, you know, you are a little naive. <coughs> Sorry. You gave your life savings to a guy who promised to make you a country western star. Mm-hmm. You got us mixed up with that photographer who just wanted to take lewd photographs. Mm-hmm. Um, you didn't know your best friend from Poplar Bluff was a prostitute. Charlene, this is not fair. These are all times that we have used Charlene to be funny. And now yes. we're throwing it back in her face. And now, th- yes. Rude. Mm-hmm. Um, and she insists that he is interested in her brain. And then Anthony wanders in and she's in the middle of her tirade. And she's like, y'all act like studying human genitalia and orgasm and premature ejaculation. It's just something to be ashamed of. Um, and Anthony almost spits his coffee out. <laughs> I guess he, uh, he He's has so wonderful timing. Always. It's so great. Always. Do horrible things. And she's like, let's just ask Anthony. And he's like, nope, nope, no, nope, it's nope. not. He's like, this is a tiebreaker thing. You could just forget it. <laughs> tiebreaker thing. 
He's like, as excited as I am to be a partner in this firm, like, I, from now on, you just need to treat me like a silent partner. I am someone with no opinion on end tables or armoires or pillow shams, especially that stuff you just finished talking about. <laughs> Lord have mercy, a man can only take so much. I made a gift of that, too. Uh, oh, that's and a good then, idea. I didn't think about that. Yeah. Do it. Yeah. I want that. Uh, later at the school, Charlene is teaching... Elliot, where the classroom is. <laughs> Sorry, I just laughed. Like I was like, that should be on Anthony's gravestone. Like, yes. Lord have mercy, <laughs> a, man can, a man can only take man so can only much. Take so much. Oh my. Oh, geez. perfect. Mm. Um, and so like she's counting the doors and walking in the hallway with him, so he knows where his classroom is or where his mm-hmm. lab is. Um, and so she she thanks him for helping her with the interviews and stuff, and says that she's not used to hearing such personal stuff from complete strangers. Um. And he's like, oh, no, you know, you're so open and accepting. And, like, I wish I could be more like you. And she says, you know, she wish she could be more like him. And he's like, no, most people terrify me. Like, being a genius isn't pretty. Um, and she says that she wants to be like him. She always wanted to be, like, a famous scientist, like Madame Curie, only from Missouri. And she's so excited. Hmm? Rhymes. It does. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. Yeah. Um, and how she was so excited for like the day that she c- hoped to cure a disease so that her daddy would let her ride on the tractor. <laughs> um, <laughs> so meanwhile, out in the hallway somewhere, Mary Jo and Suzanne are walking around looking for this classroom. And Suzanne yeah. is upset because Mary Jo tricked her by telling her they were going to go to lunch. And Mary Jo is like, I'm sorry to interrupt your feeding schedule, but <laughs> I'm worried about Charlene. I want to check on her. Yeah. Um, and besides, you are a self-proclaimed pervert expert, so you should also be here. Yeah. Um, and she's like, well, fine. You're taking me to Shay's Jacques and you're paying. <laughs> and then we cut back to the classroom. And uh, per- Elliot is talking about how he mostly grew up in boarding schools. Um, and she asks if his parents were geniuses, too. And he says yes. And she's like, oh, that must have been lonely. Aww. And he's like, yeah, nah, whatever. But he's like, they used to call him Moose Brain. And she's like, oh, no, in boarding school? He's like, no, that was at Harvard. <laughs> Jeez. And he's like, the like the look that people gave him um, when he graduated at Harvard at fifteen, and like still give him when he talks about it. And he's like, it's like she's like, like you just stepped in dog do. Oh, he's like exactly, yeah. And she says that like people do the same thing to her when they find out she never went to college at all. Hmm. Um, and this is step whatever. He <laughs> starts getting creepy. Oh, he dear. says, I want to tell you a secret. Oh, no, no, no. I had a dream about no, us no, and a no. dream that we were friends. Mm-mm. And she's like, oh, that's Don't sweet. Like. And he's like, I just feel so close to you. And she's like, oh, I know what you're up to. And he's like, you do? And he's like super excited. And she's like, yeah, you're doing that conversational distancing again. He goes for her clothed just, boob with just, his face. Just goes, just face just to puts his the face boobs. Just in face her boobs. boobs. Like, well, who, Mouth what was open. that, what was what that the, going to achieve? What were you doing? What, I don't understand. What were you going to achieve? Just mouth hanging hate, wide open. Hate. Very strange. Don't like. Is that a thing? Do pe- Are people into that? I don't, I don't think know. I've ever seen that ever. People have like rested their head on my bosoms. I mean, everyone needs a bosom for a pillow. But like, what <laughs> is he doing? I what don't understand. What is he even doing? No. I don't understand. And she's like, the same reaction. Like, what are you doing? And he's Jumps like, up. oh, I was hoping we could have sex. What? No. That's a leap. First off. What's a quantum leap? You put your face in her boobs. Yeah. I said, that's a leap. That's a quantum leap. (laughs) That's a a quantum leap. (laughs) I'm an ass. No, I love it. Uh, And she's like, what kind of friends were we in your dream? And he's like, the kind who have sex. Just very casually. Like, oh, yeah. That. He reminded me so much of that dude in the, uh, what was it, the hurricane episode or something? Or what was it, a tornado episode? Oh, yes. Where the dude that's, like, walking around in, like, the birthday pre- or Christmas presents or whatever they are, like, in, like, no mm-hmm. clothing. He reminded me way yep. too much of that dude at this point in time. <laughs> I was like, yes. is that even the same actor? What's happening right now? I don't that's... know what's going on. Yeah. 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 And Charlene lets him have it. She's like, we're not going to have sex. I've been driving myself crazy trying to figure out if there were, like, legitimate experiments or if you were just coming on to me. Like, I don't care, but you're going to knock it off. Like, if you're insecure about your ability to talk to women, you should not make up for it by abusing your position. Couldn't have said it better. Yeah, I thought it was perfect. And Elliot's like, "You, you know, you're right. You're right. I was compensating. Like, you have amazing insights. 
You also happen to be stacked like the Library of Congress. I love that line. Mm. I, I wish it's I could use it. It's a great line, though. I would never use it on someone like in this type of situation, but no. like, hello. But that's, that's a, a good, good line. line. <laughs> it's great. As someone who works in the library, yeah. I appreciate that line. <laughs> oh, my God. Like, please, I want you at some point say it to anybody. <laughs> Just anyone. <laughs> oh, man. You're like, as, and as a librarian, I know that you're stacked like the Library of Congress. The Library of Congress. <laughs> so, let's do this. Hilarious. And he's like, I can take no for an answer. It's fine. I'm used to it, which that pissed me off. Um, Ew. Ew. And she's like, that's not the point good comeback exactly um, and he's like yeah i'm just not very good with women she's like then go get some therapy <laughs> like, i love that. I was so happy about Stop that telling me about it i wish that was the response that more people had yeah just go get some therapy like right when, like it's not her fault crazy right now you're making her responsible for yeah. your actions and yeah. that's not okay nope. go get some therapy and take yeah. responsibility for your own actions yeah um mary joe and suzanne show up about this time and they're like oh sorry are we interrupting and she's like, no, no, it's fine. Come in. And she introduces them or whatever. Um, Mary Jo's like, we just, you know, drop by to take you to lunch. And after she makes the introductions, um, Mary Jo is talking to Charlene. She's like, you know, we just want to check on you. Like, make sure you're okay. And she's like, I feel like a fool. I can't believe I was worried. Like, look at that dorky little guy. And then she's <laughs> like laughing no. and Charlene tries to interrupt her and she's like no no like sex is probably the last thing on his mind and then charlene's like no he made a pass at me and she, yeah. immediately she stops laughing she's like i knew it hates him hates him charlene's like it's cool i handled it um you know i just wanted to fit in here and like he does respect my mind it's just some women find us intelligent women sex or some people find us intelligent women sexy she's like i have it under control it's fine and mary jo's like you know i think you are actually like pretty smart cookie and then Charlene tells him he needs to find a new research assistant and he's very upset and doesn't want her to quit. And he promises that he will behave normally so far as it's possible. Um, and she's like, maybe he says, maybe you can give me some pointers about social intercourse. And Suzanne's like, hmm, <laughs> seems to be going very slow. We're back where we started with all these dirty words. So mm -hmm. let me just take over and speed things up and like pulls out her gun so and points funny. it at him from her Always handbag. packing. Always pack in. She's like, okay, now listen. I know your type. I don't know what you're trying to do here, but she's a friend of ours. If you lay a hand on her, you're dog meat. Mm -hmm. Now let's go eat. <laughs> well, you know, she's got her priorities. She does. She knows what's up. And he's like, wow, you know, she. you didn't tell me she was a firearm fetishist. Mm -hmm. And Charlene's like, oh, we just all have our problems, okay? Like, nobody's perfect. And she's like, I know you have a good heart, so I'll forgive you. And then he promises to be better or whatever. Um... And she's like, okay, I'll see you next week. And he wants to go to lunch with them. And she's like, you know, the social pointers you wanted, don't invite yourself to dinner. And he apologizes and she leaves. And it'd be okay if they ended it here. But then, of course, it. Yeah, she comes exactly. back in, grabs his arm and is like, okay, come on. And then their credits. And I'm like, no. I, Three steps forward. It was just back. like, it was just like the the Suzanne and her lesbian friend and like all these things like we all yeah we can we can never just yep. keep it as okay we're forward thinking and, and this is happening it's like oh no we always have to have some kind of yeah which may have been the time that it was like way the way tv is that they, they maybe it was like like that the they were trying to write it this way and they're like no no you can't just have that <laughs> you have to have something yeah else, like you, you can't know? just like, end it there might have been which, hey, that's kind of nice that there is, like, a reboot coming. Maybe things will be different. I don't know, you know? Yeah. Maybe. We'll Maybe. See. Maybe they can actually have, they can actually talk about things and it'll just stay that way. And there we go. Um, Jeez, as we were saying, I took a picture of Skype where it says that you were last seen two minutes ago. <laughs> <laughs> so creepy. It's like last Aaron, like, last scene five minutes ago. Like, like where'd she go? What happened? <laughs> what happened? Um, what happened? Oh my god! Do you want to talk about your outfit? Okay, yeah, I had two. Um, Please. So I actually I had more than two, but I'm going to talk about. Oh these my! Two. Okay, because um, you might be talking about the other one, so we'll see. Um, so I picked Mary Jo's red dress. Oh yeah, in the first. Um, scene. Mm -hmm. She has on a very long necklace, mm -hmm. with red and gold, mm -hmm. and her dress is just like um, like a turtleneck, red, has like a fitted waist, 
and then flares out mm-hmm. and like flouncy sleeves. Mm-hmm. It's very cute. And then also Julia's giant bow <laughs> in the first scene. <laughs> She's wearing a suit, but she also has on the silk shirt that has a giant bow a at her giant neck. Giant bow, and it's beautiful. Well, those so are... I have a picture of both of those two. No, together. I'm looking at the exact same thing right now. <laughs> are you really? I'm sorry. I like Julia's. I no, about I like Julia's giant bow. <laughs> so I decided that that was my outfit because it's because um sorry. no I, no shush um that in the the stripes in her suit and she's wearing it looks like she's mm-hmm. got a skirt and a jacket that are like a suit are silver yep. and it goes with this giant silver bow business yeah um and everyone's hair was crazy in this episode everyone's hair was crazy i don't know what's going on i really loved how um charlene's hair was like so perfectly that 90s ponytail business yes that it was like yes like like, so big like it's so big you can see it's like hairsprayed on the sides and then it's like Mm -hmm. like it's a clipped bow in the back yep like it's perfect. Uh, who did that ever look good on? I don't know. It's so ridiculous. <laughs> no one. I know. I thought about. I thought about her um, outfit, but then eventually it got a little creepy to me. Oh yeah, yeah, because of the connotation of like creeper dude, and I was like, oh, right. she's like a schoolgirl. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't know what's happening right now, but I liked her. In yeah. It. But so I, I picked, I picked uh, Julia's first outfit though, and I love that. The screenshot I got, like, Mary Jo looks kind of bemused, but uh, Julia looks kind of amused. <laughs> so, <laughs> I'm excited. Um, yeah, that's exactly what I'm looking at right now. That's so funny. I almost picked Mary Jo's red dress because she looks so good in it. She does. It, she looks really good in it. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, I also liked Anthony's suit because it was, like, army Anthony's green. <laughs> like, what is he doing? But, you know, yeah, he's a shareholder now, so he wears suits. So he wears suits. I guess that's the point. Yep. Whatever. So funny. Um, gosh, well, we made it to the end. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Finally. We both were off the map for a little bit, apparently. For a little bit. Last we went scene. missing. We came back. Jeez, get some milk cartons out there. <laughs> um, where can people find us, Leslie? If they can find us. <laughs> Skype can find, find us. us. <laughs> Skype cannot. Um, we are all over the internet. We are the girls who came to Sugar Breakers on iTunes and our official Podbean page. We are Sugar Breaker Girls pretty much everywhere else, including Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, Tumblr, YouTube, Pinterest. If you like us, please take a moment to rate and review on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. It does help. And thanks for listening. Thanks for listening, everyone. We will check with you. Check what? Who? What are we gonna do? Yeah, check with we'll you. Next check time. with you next time. No, we're not. Yeah, <laughs> we're just gonna, we're just gonna <laughs> talk to you next time. I guess. Oh, thanks for listening. <laughs> thanks. Bye. Bye. We're just not feeling anything today, are we? Nothing. This is horrible. It was a good episode, though, so it's good to go ahead. It was a good episode. Yeah.